Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I said, you said I'm not going to get healed. That's right, you're not going to get healed. I said, I'm not trying to get healed. I don't expect to get healed. Jesus already got it. All I have to do is to accept it. Now just gather up your symptoms and get out of here. Man, you never saw anybody scurry around so fast and gather up all the symptoms and take off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, that's the, that, that's the best way to minister healing to people. Minister the Word. Get them to act on the Word. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue this series, The Gifts and Callings of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. You know, sometimes people think, you know, righteousness is some great state of spiritual development that you eventually grow into if you live long enough. No, thank God, the Bible teaches us, him who knew no sin was made to be sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We are the righteousness of God in him. You never, you can't grow in righteousness. You can't ever be any more righteous than you are right now. In other words, you can't be any more right with God than what you are right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice, by whose stripes ye were healed. Hallelujah. Now, the reason you see that he says were past tense is because he's looking back to Calvary and the crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And so he said, by whose stripes ye were healed. Well, if we were healed, praise God, then I am healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, a lot of times, folks are struggling, bless their hearts, putting forth great effort, trying to get healed. Well, Jesus already got it for you. All you have to do is to accept what he has done. Amen. I was conducting a meeting in South Texas a good many years ago, and uh, I was traveling alone right at that time, and so I, I stayed in the parsonage with the pastor and his family, or, or just his pastor and his wife, only two of them. And I got off to sleep, and I was awakened at 1.30. I know it's 1.30 because there's a clock, you know, with a, you can see in the dark, you know. And uh, so uh, it's 1.30, and I had all these alarming, see, I had been healed 20-some-odd years before, of this heart condition, but I had all those symptoms. I remembered them. Man, if you ever had them, you, do, you won't forget them. And, and so the devil said, well, how you know it's the devil? Well, because it come from out here, and he's the God of this world, he's out here, and come against my mind. Said, well, you know that condition's come back on you. No use looking to medical science. They couldn't heal you then. They told you nothing could be done. You're gonna die. Well, that's bad news. The devil brings bad news. God brings good news. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. The gospel is good news, not bad news. 
And so when the devil said that to me, I didn't want to wake up anybody in the nighttime, so I covered up my head and laughed out loud. I didn't feel like laughing. Now, there is a laughter in the spirit anointed by the Holy Ghost to laugh. I like that. But, no, I just did it in the flesh. I just put it on. Ha, 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 ha. Just like that. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. And I kept on that way. The devil said, what are you laughing about? I said, I'm laughing at you. Did you know the devil don't like to be laughed at any more than you do? What are you laughing at me about? You said, I'm not going to get healed. That's right. This is one time you're not going to get healed. I said, ha, 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 just kept on. I don't know. I didn't time it, but I think I must have laughed for 10 minutes. Again, the devil said, what are you laughing about? I said, I already told you once I'm laughing at you. What are you laughing at me about? You said I'm not going to get healed. That's right. This is one time you're not going to get healed. I said, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Till the third time, he said, what are you laughing about? I said, I'm laughing at you. What are you laughing at me about? You said I'm not going to get That's right. This is one time you're not going to get healed. I turned the light on. My Bible was on the nightstand and got my Bible and opened it to 1 Peter 2.24. And I said, Mr. Devil, I don't, I don't know whether you can read or not. But in case you can't, I want to read this to you. Who his own self by our sins in his own body on the tree. We being dead to sin shall live under righteousness by whose stripes ye were. That's past tense, isn't it? You were healed. I said, you said I'm not going to get healed. That's right, you're not going to get healed. I said, I'm not trying to get healed. I, I don't expect to get healed. Jesus already got it. All I have to do is to accept it. Now, just gather up your symptoms and get out of here. Man, you never saw anybody scurry around so fast and gather up all the symptoms and take off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, that's the, that, that's the best way to minister healing to people. Minister the Word. Get them to act on the Word. But then thank God for the Holy Ghost. And what's strange is uh, here, here are three identical cases, and yet you don't or didn't deal with each one of them the same way. No, we're to be led by the Spirit. The Word of God tells us, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, here are three different cases I'm going to read to you of, of insane people. I mean, all three of them, the doctor said the same thing about it. All three of them were in the institution. We used to call them insane asylums. They call them state institutions. That sounds nicer. State institution. All three of them, the doctor said, they'll always need institutional care. Always. 
Well, my first experience along this line was the first Saturday of May of 1943. We were pastor of a little full gospel church in the black land of north central Texas. Well, we got up, my wife and I, and got breakfast. And actually, I cleaned up the kitchen. She made up the bed, and then we're ready to go. If I expect her to help me, I help her. Some of you preachers need to get your eyes open and listen. <laughs> Amen. But see, I expected her to be ready to go with me if I need to do some visitation or whatever. But see, if she's got all the house to clean up and everything to do, when, when is she going to be ready to go with me? So I cleaned up the kitchen, washed the dishes, cooked the breakfast, washed the dishes, cleaned up, she made up the bed, and we we're ready to go. Well, all the time that I'm cleaning, well, making breakfast and then cleaning up the kitchen, I'm praying in other tongues. I just had an urge to pray. Holy Ghost won't make you do anything. He'll give you a gentle push, an urge. And uh, I got through. Well, on Saturday, we didn't have any visitation, but we just used to doing that every day, so we do our, whatever we used to. So I, I had a car, but I walked to the post office. We got our mail in the box at the post office. Small town, maybe 2,000 population. And so I, uh, I walked down through the city park, just a little, little, little out of the way, but the first Saturday of May, springtime, you know, get a little fresh air. And I prayed in tongues, not out loud, of course, all the way to the post office. I prayed in tongues all the way back. I thought God's getting me ready for the Sunday service. You know, I said to myself, boy, we're going to have a stem winder tomorrow. You know what I meant by that expression? <laughs> Great move of the Spirit. From 8 o'clock in the morning till 2.30, in the, until 2 o'clock or 2.30 in the afternoon, I'd say I spent 90% of the time praying in other tongues. Now, I went right on, did things I needed to do. I checked the church out. We, own, we have volunteer labor. We don't have a hired caretaker or janitor. Well, when people just volunteer, you know, if you got them hired, you can sort of put a little pressure on them. <laughs> but sometimes some volunteers. So I checked out to be sure, you know, that the songbooks were in place, and most of the time they weren't. And to be sure the pews, pews are dusted, most of the time they weren't. And be sure the altar, we had an altar bench, was dusted, most of the time it wasn't. And be sure the pulpit was dusted, most of the time it wasn't. And so I did all that. But all the time I'm doing that, I'm praying in other tongues. Then I got everything in order, in good order. And so I just knelt in the altar and prayed for a while in other tongues. And I went on and did some other errands that needed to be done. But I'm praying in tongues. If I'm by myself, I pray out loud. If I'm around people, I pray quietly. They'll think you're a nut and you would be. <laughs> amen. I said amen. And so... I spent, I would say, 90% of the time from 8 in the morning till about 2 in the afternoon praying in other tongues. I thought the Lord's getting me ready for the service on Sunday, the next day, you see. I like it like this. Now, you know, the Bible said in 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, he that speaketh an unknown tongue edifieth himself. Edify. 
himself. Edify means he builds up himself. Now, that's not a physical building up or a mental building up. That's a spiritual building up. Actually, Greek scholars tell us that we have a word in our vernacular that's closer to the meaning uh, of this Greek word than the word edify is. And that's the word that we use, charge. Like charging a battery. Battery runs down, we charge it up. And a literal translation would be, he's speaking unknown tongue, edifies himself, charges himself like a battery. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Destiny Package, featuring the books, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit, and How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny, both by Ken Hagan, plus The Gifts and Callings of God, Three CDs by Kenneth E. Hagan. All three resources for just $34.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get this powerful destiny package today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can watch the Rhema Praise video, their podcast there. The radio is there on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, all kinds of these uh, Rhema Praise programs services. are, are archived. Our mm-hmm. church services are archived there. You can so, watch us on Roku. Yeah, or you can join yeah. us live on the Internet That's every right. Sunday at 10 a.m., 7 p.m. on Sunday night and 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. You can get these. Just go to rhema.org slash media. That's right. And they're all find everything, out everything there. about us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Gifts and Callings of God. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.